1: Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight, and alongside me we got David.
2: Your friendly horror virgin. He's back. I'm back. I've been gone. But Freddy's gone. (laughs) One day we'll have all three of us here.
1: (laughs) One day we'll be normal again. Uh, But that is also Nightly. We are a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is the podcast that takes a different horror film to break down and discuss the ultimate question, why horror? So hit the lights, sit back, and let the darkness envelope you. You can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife with a what they okay. okay. By pledging on Patreon, you have access to the show ad-free and as early as Monday with the post-show. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. Now, Keep things going with our aquatic horror month. This honestly, this month has been an absolute blast so far. We covered Sea Fever, which I, I don't think you had the opportunity to still watch, right, I David? Missed out. That's but okay. Hopefully, I can catch up on it. Ho- hopefully, you can because that that is a fun flick. But just like I stated in the in the previous episode, everybody, this is a charitable month. We are celebrating, you know, living on this earth, um, as the name of our month is "There's No Planet B." Because there isn't. Um, I got that from my wife's t-shirt. That's how I named this episode. I was, or this uh, month. I was like, I like that. That's, That's clever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's it's kind of horrific. Um, oh, get it, get it. Get shit. It. I get it. I get you. I get you. Um, but yeah, so I have this month where we can definitely we will be making charitable donations. So make sure to check the show notes to see who we are donating to, everybody, um, because we gotta protect our planet. Yeah. You know. It's all it's all for our planet. It's all for our well-being.
2: And give what you can and thank you for any contributions. You know, like don't Absolutely. feel obligated to give, but if you can, that's yeah. amazing. Exactly. Thank you. I don't I don't want to force you to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> so thank
1: you for that clarification. Yes. <laughs> but to keep things going with our Aquaticora month, also known as There's No Planet B, we are covering Justin
2: Dillard's sweetheart. First and foremost, thoughts? So this is my first foray into aquatic horror. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Previous to this, my scope of aquatic horror was that episode of Kim Possible where they go to a <laughs> lake and there's like a uh, lake monster. Um, great episode. <laughs> that's a good episode. Yeah, yeah. that's a fun one. Um, but I-, I didn't know what I was in for watching this, really. Um, it's very... I mean, I know you're you're probably going to immediately bring up Midsummer, which I have still not seen. Midsummer? Yeah. Um. The reason being is because I was very thrown off about how sunny this movie was when oh. it first started, <laughs> uh, so that's why I wanted to give a that disclaimer. That's fair. Um, but I bet you, everyone listening, can assume that I was uh, in for the ride because we got a mystery, right? Yeah, we got we got questions yeah. arising, and I want answers always. It's fantastic. Um, I love my favorite moment in this film is the monster reveal. Uh, very kaiju feeling with the the reveal with the flare. Yeah, right? that was so good. Pinnacle for me. It's such a great shot with the the the, the symmetry, silhouette. the symmetry of the flare going down and the so reveal good. with the silhouette. Wow! Great. At that point, I I literally jumped up and I was like, ooh, because I was you know I was getting a little cozy watching it. Yeah. And once that reveal, not much was happening. I mean, exactly. It was like Castaway for a bit. Exactly. Um, but once that reveal happened, I got up and I was like, ooh now we're getting somewhere
1: that slow sit
2: down yeah. um and you know it's 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 fun to see our protagonists go toe-to-toe with a monster for once yeah. and find a way to be on an equal playing field because you don't really get that a lot um sure it it happens but you had this mixture of confidence and fear which mm-hmm. sounds very weird to blend together um when you reach the the climax of this film towards the end and that was a really good payoff for me mm-hmm. because throughout the film, I was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And be smart about this. And towards the end of it, she really got into gear and made a game plan. And I feel like it executed well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was a fun ride for me. Awesome. So, but what do you think?
1: I am right there with you. Nice. Like I, I had so much fun watching this. This was my second second time watching this, and every single time that I feel like I've watched it, I feel like I've always had well, well, ev- well, every time as in these two times, uh, but I've I've had kind of this same mindset of how smart she is. Yeah, and I love that. Like I love how smart our protagonist is in mm-hmm. this, and I love that she is. Honestly, she's legit trying to survive like she's not giving up. She's not given to this island and she's trying to figure out a way to eventually get off of this island and kind of taking her time. And I love the span of time frame inside of this as well, where you can tell how long she's been there and by counting the days and the nights and seven days, seven nights and so on and so forth. So it was pretty cool to see all of that. And I love the opening. I love the opening of this movie. Where they're just washed
2: up on shore? Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's I, fucking I genius. Yeah. It is
1: genius. And you you don't know what happened. There's no flashbacks.
2: And you immediately want to know.
1: Yeah. And, and like as soon as you see them both washed ashore, you're just like, "Uh, what is happening? Mm-hmm. How did you end up here? Like what happened? And I And I love that we get the context of how they ended up there through an argument. Yeah, like that is genius to me. Because
2: it, because I was
1: just, I was thinking, I was like, how are they going to explain this? How are they going to explain how they got got here? I don't want it to be cheesy.
2: I actually was wondering that throughout the film, watching it, I was like, when will they get to that point where they explain past events? Right? Yeah. And they do it so nonchalantly that it's very, it's fluid perfect. and natural.
1: Yeah, and it's it, it's kind of missable too. Yeah. Like you yeah. can miss it if you if you aren't really truly looking at the film mm-hmm. i guess and like listening to these characters and things like that and and we'll even talk more about like how the gaslighting aspect in this yeah. film and and how it is uh triggering for our protagonist as well which um i think her name is jennifer jen yeah jen, jen. um so like it, it's very interesting seeing how everything kind of spans from that but let's jump into this plot man because i'm excited to talk about this let's dive in let's oh <laughs> for A second, I thought Freddie was here. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart, directed by Justin Dillard, which also black director and black so. protagonist. I thought that was also, yeah, Chef Kiss. Thank you. Uh, released October 22nd of 2019, a runtime of one hour and 22 minutes. I couldn't find a budget because I think this was straight to Netflix. I- I'm pretty sure. Um, and was it a Netflix? No, not a
2: Netflix original, right?
1: I don't think it was a Netflix original. But I think it went straight to Netflix. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, this this came out in two thousand nineteen and I I didn't hear anything about this movie yeah, until Netflix. I'm surprised Yeah. That I
2: haven't heard about it either.
1: Yeah, I've heard I've heard little things like through the horror community, obviously, mm-hmm. but like I this was such an under the radar type of film. With a rating of ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We, I know. That's uh, high. Yeah. That's high. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. them. We open to the camera, slowly making its way through the ocean, lifting the camera to show our protagonist, Jen, passed out on shore. She coughs awake with a life vest on, rushing to her friend, Brad. She screams for him, noticing a piece of coral jammed into his side, bleeding like... Everywhere, all into the water. This
2: is great. That's one of my weaknesses. <laughs> it's one such... of the reasons
1: why I don't fuck with the ocean. Yeah, we'll be honest. So
2: random, but I get so queasy when I see like someone impaled by like coral reef. You're like, Gah! just like <laughs> just because of all those jagged edges and yeah, how coarse it might might. Feel, I get queasy thinking about it. Yeah,
1: it's it's such an in, intense opener too. Yeah. Like, and this is a PG thirteen movie. Like, oh, you got to, wow. like, keep that in mind. Like, yes. this, you know, it's such an intense opener. And I think it's PG-13 because they made the blood black on the creature, too. Oh, so, so you don't see that much blood. Right. Yeah. So that that also probably helps a lot. Jen screams hello. Then for, uh, then for someone named Lucas, but no answer. She takes off her vest. And I love how you don't even know who that is. Like yeah. she's just like Lucas, yeah. So there and was just like, who is
2: that? There was moments <laughs> right off the bat where I was like, wait, am I already missing things? Right. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it makes it feel that way. Like, you is it a brother? Is it her son? Um, yeah. I mean, she looks a little young, but who knows?
2: It, it very much feels like an omniscient experience, right, where you're just looking down at these people that yeah. end up on this island, and it, there's no exposition to really tell you. What the context is, I love it, um, but I do too. Yeah, and I love that it because, like I always said, it makes you ask questions, and I want the answers, and we got them. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's like that's why plan. that's
1: why I like this so much because we get those answers. Mm-hmm. So. It's pretty nice. Uh, she takes off her vest, then drags Brad more ashore. Once out of the water, he begins to cough. Jin immediately tries making him comfortable while letting him know who she is, screaming for help. But once again, no answer. Instead, she takes matters into her own hands, yanking the coral out of his side. That might have been Ugh. like the no-no spot, though. Like I, like if she would have left it in a little bit longer, like the the hole was plugged.
2: Yeah, I I always wonder about that too.
1: Oh, yeah, like, that's 100% a thing. Like, you definitely do not pull it out. That's, like, your lifeline right there.
2: speaking of, you know what I watched last night? Very side tangent. I watched Better Watch Out again. Oh, did you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That's Um, such a great movie. And I was trying to remember, how does she survive the stab, right? And it's the duct tape, right? Yes. So, I was thinking, is is she... Is she clever? Is she gonna like take her scarf or whatever she had on, and she gonna wrap him up with it? She just just, just pulled it out. out. And he was like,
1: "That was it. That's why. That's why he died. She killed him." (laughs) Brad erupts in a scream, then whispers, "If she saw it." Yeah, I had questions. She doesn't understand, thinking he might be delusional from his own wound. She runs to find him water. Finding a coconut, she vigorously cracks it open. uh, She cracks it open with a sharp stone until it bursts with water. And that's already great that we have resources, right? She's resourceful, too. Exactly.
2: There, so earlier, I want to just clarify earlier. I mentioned, like, what are you doing? Like, in moments, um, for some reason, I kept having <laughs> problems of her putting things in the sand. Like, she'll find items and, then, oh, you know, yeah. put them out. And then I'm like, it's going to get sandy. <laughs> but she's pretty resourceful. Sandy cheeks.
1: She brings it back to Brad trying to give him the water, but he's gone. By gone, I mean he's dead. She breathes heavily, um, looking out into the ocean. I just love the seclusion aspect of this mm. island too. Cut to Jen walking around the island, stopping when she makes it makes it all the way around back to Brad's body. She begins her exploration through the lush area of the island, coming across someone's belongings, she calls out to them but no answer. She looks through the purse that hanged on the branch of the tree, taking out an old bottle of pills for an Ellie Williams. She places it back then goes through the ice chest, two bottles of full cokes inside and um it's funny cuz she was like going through her belongings and the bo- the pill bottle said 1994 for the expiration date you
2: know I was trying to look for it but I didn't catch it
1: 1994 for the expiration date and I was thinking I was like nah bro those cokes would have been evaporated yeah, like that, it wouldn't have been that full. No
2: I, way. I, I gotta say, no way. When she opened, I was, when she opened up the cooler and saw the cokes, and I put myself in her shoes, I would have been like, "God gave me a second chance. <laughs> <It> <laughs> I'm was, getting off this island yeah, but, with sugar yep. <laughs> in
1: my bones." <laughs> she continues uh, searching around the area, finding a box with matches inside. Counting them, she looks over, spotting a kid's backpack. She pulls out their belongings, stopping when she hears a. Th- a uh, here's a thud. I love the little uh, context of the Game Boy as well. That should have gave you the pinpoint oh, of did. what year it was. It okay, I yeah. was about to say.
2: Uh, <laughs> like, at that point, that's what I knew. I, was, I even said out loud, damn, Game Boy with a Game Boy camera? <laughs>
1: 1994. Yeah. Well, yep. maybe even 3 too, right?
2: Potentially, I, I think the I,
1: camera came out in 93. Whatever. We are not have a game of podcasts. <laughs> Jin goes to investigate the sound coming from inside of a tree trunk. She slowly approaches it, um, startled by a bird flying out of the log. She places, she places leaves over Brad's body, then looking around at her current situation. It is now night, thunder booming as it rains down on the island. Jen trying to hide and stay dry from the rain. Next day, the rain is cleared. The ocean brings fish on the shore. Jen picks up some of the fish, but notices a dead shark ripped to shreds. She stares for a moment before tending to cutting and scaling um, the fish while trying not to gag. And she was doing that all wrong. She yeah. definitely didn't know,
2: did not know how to cut fish. That was for sure. You know, I was a little hesitant when the first of all when there was just dead fish. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have touched that shit. But I mean, yeah. at the same time, she's you know, yeah. Not only that, but it was like pretty funky colors. Yeah,
1: it could have been poisonous.
2: Yeah, that's it exactly could have been <laughs> movie could have been right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> done. <laughs> she isn't quite able to scale the fish and is, mang- and is mangling it while trying to cut through it. Trying, trying, excuse me, I don't know why I wrote it this way. Trying again, but still no luck. She takes the cooler back towards the beach, and she looks through the, uh, through her backpack. Jen takes out a journal. She opens it, her writing all washed away. She finds a photo of her and her boyfriend, and all, and, um, all she can do is stare out um, into the nothingness in front of her. And I love how she looks at this photo and when she looks out into the sea, it's kind of like she is looking for him. Yeah. Because it, it, I mean, in the photo it's Lucas. Yeah. Right. So we, we, when she's looking out and he is out there somewhere. So it, it definitely, I I love the context behind that. And when you retroactively look at it, it's, it's just a constant, there's a, there's a placement for everything inside of this film. It feels like,
2: yeah, I think the important, Point there is that retroactively you can do so. Yeah. Because at this point, I'm just like... No,
1: you're confused as shit. Yeah, I'm like, who is you're that? You're just like, what the fuck? Man. Like, that wasn't the guy on the island. Like, <laughs> exactly
2: what I did to that own. wasn't Brad.
1: Uh, Jin uh, treks through the lush area, um, uh, coming around sa- another sandy area where stones are placed around each other. She goes up to-, to one, noticing that they are carved. At this point, she realizes that these are graves. She heads back to the beach, trying to hold in her contents. Looking over at Brad's decaying body, she rightfully drags him to bury him beneath the sand. Dusk approaches as she places some Fabric over a branch, um, for shelter. She consumes her cooked fish that she mangled earlier, gazing out into the into the ocean. Next day, Jen is dragging a stick through the sand. I mean, I thought she was like making an SOS at first when I first started doing this, but she's just dragging a stick through the sand.
2: Yeah, I, I was
1: it's like, weird. You, you I could have had a purpose for
2: that. I thought she was gonna go. Looking for fish, but she doesn't do that till later. Yeah, on, a but, little bit later. Yeah. But
1: she notices that Brad's grave has been disturbed and is shocked at the bloody mess from his missing body. Jen sharpens a weapon, now gaining the feeling that she is no longer alone on this island. Cut to her moving a log on the beach and starting a fire. She sits back on the log, makes makeshift weapons in hand, staring at the trees. Um, during this time, she fall she falls asleep but is awoken by a loud snapping. She doesn't see anything and realizes the snapping is coming from the popping of the twigs from the fire. <laughs> that was a loud snap though. That was like, Yeah. Do you think it was actually the fire? I think so. You think
2: so? Yeah, because I remember I thinking know. or maybe I told myself that. Maybe you did. Because in the moment I was like, oh, that was just the fire.
1: Cause like this fucking thing like comes on this island, I feel like all the time. Right. And yeah. we and we know it has a keen nose. But I think it has a keen nose like a shark, like it smells blood.
2: So this might be jumping forward a little bit, but later on we we are revealed that Jen thinks that the eyes of the monster are found, found that in that photo. photo. Right now, the reason why I say it, I think it could be the fire is because even though this monster is elusive, we never really see it stalking its prey. That's that's fair. It it, it very the much prey. likes.
1: It doesn't like the chase.
2: Exactly. It just (laughs) wants the end goal. Right. It wants to eat. Yeah. Once it's presented in front of it, it'll go after it. Yeah. Um, So that's why. Interesting. I I also like, you know, again, jumping forward, I don't even think in the photo, those were the eyes of the beast. Ooh. And so I I like to think they are only because I like glowing eyes. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) I, I love them. But I think it plays to the fact. Of the gaslighting that we'll get into later. Yeah, that's because fair. I think there was some delusion there. I agree. But clearly there is a monster. Right. Yeah. So I think I think there's She started weird. she
1: started to make patterns of exactly. things that
2: aren't necessarily where there are patterns. Exactly. And that's where I actually find the intricacy of this movie very interesting because of that. Mm-hmm. Because you really can't confirm um if that photo actually caught the beast. And later on, she goes into stating, you know, I can't really prove any any of this. And we'll get into that later. But I think that all of that accumulated together makes it so interesting to me.
1: That's fair. Next day, she notices something floating in the ocean. Jin swims out to it, and it is a piece of luggage. She submerges underneath the water and notices a vortex like hole spiraling in the floor of the ocean. She comes back up, swimming the luggage back to shore. Jin goes through the belongings, pull, pulling out the clothes and shoes. Back tonight, Jin wearing the clothes and shoes that she found, checking her matches count, and going through the box. She th- finds some old Polaroid pictures. As she is uh, looking at them, she hears a plane flying overhead. She quickly grabs the flare shooting it in the sky trying to get the plane's attention she pleads for the plane to come back as she watches the flare floating out of the sky the red glow exposes the silhouette of a creature in the water staring back at jen she runs into the lushness weapon in hand trying to hide twigs snapping and thudding as the creature snarls and chitters as it searches for her she bends down silently exhal- exhaling as the creature levels out of her area
2: what the fuck! I love the reveal. So very good. much, <laughs> a, like a kaiju moment for me. So good.
1: Yeah, I love
2: just how like, like how big it is.
1: Yeah, like it was just it was such an omnipresence in in the beginning, and now it's like, it's like no, this thing's huge.
2: Not only that, it was surfacing the water, and like right, as, it towered. Its entire body was yeah. coming out of the water, right? That's and that's, Jesus, yeah, straight from the ocean. <laughs> are you like who you knew Jesus literally like, or like yeah Jesus, like wow. Jesus literally <laughs> <laughs> like he was on the ocean <laughs> he could walk on water but I think that, <laughs> that moment alone is worthy enough to watch the movie that's fair that's fair
1: cut back today she comes back to the beach jen continues looking at the old photos and noticing the glowing eyes of the creature captured in the darkness on one of the photos she gets an idea when she looks at their life vests emptying out the luggage placing the two life vests inside locking them inside cut to her in a bathing suit bringing the luggage and life vests into the water i like how she changes clothes like she changes to the bathing suit knowing she's going to get into the water. She's like, I don't want to get these wet. Yeah, that's was weird. like, that's
2: you know, that's considerate. I was, uh, Bella was like in the room with me while I was watching this, and um, I made a comment to her. I was like, you know what? If it was just me on a deserted island, I don't know if I'd change into bathing suit. I would jump in naked. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she tries to float on it, but it doesn't quite work out that way. Frustrated, she throws it all. Um, she throws it all back onto the shore and heads back on herself. She heads over to the log that she saw from earlier, crawling her way inside um, to hide from the creature. Um, I don't know what I would do. I just like don't don't know what I would do in this situation. I I, I was trying to think of all of the, I guess. My mindset in general watching her was just complete anxiety.
2: Yeah.
1: So I was just like, I don't think I would be able to do what she's doing. Like, I wouldn't be this resourceful, that's for sure. I would have known not to pull that coral out of Brad. <laughs> i would it's have known that you know? but i was like nah dude, keep that in i don't got shit i'm not taking off my sweaters <laughs> like i'm not taking off my clothes i'm not doing this um it's now night jen asleep inside the log she wakes up hearing the creature snarling outside she tries to keep quiet the creature growing as as it walks above her it starts to stomp on the top of the log rolling and beating it beating at it, Jin whimpers to keep silent. The creature finally gives up, retreating into the night. The next day, she crawls out of the log. She changes, beginning, the capture, beginning to capture fish and placing them into a bucket. Jen mushes the fish, dumping them, their remains back into the ocean, standing in the water with the spear in hand. At first, when she first did this, I had no idea what she was doing. Really? Yeah, when she first, I mean, I don't go fishing. But like, <laughs> when she first did it, I was like, is this a ritual thing? Like, it's, like, it's very ritualistic. And then I was like, my dumb ass
2: like <laughs> she's trying to fucking catch fish got it I was so relieved because I was like it, it's it's funny that you're bringing it up because I not I'm not trying to sound rude here but I would, I would think like through film and TV and or storytelling that most people know if you're deserted on an island this is how you're going to catch fish right yeah you um, would assume yeah, but I assume. didn't clearly I'm wrong <laughs> um but I had, I, no clue. I had a moment I'm like, yes, 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 you could do this, right? Like yeah. you can be resourceful enough to survive this. Definitely. Yeah. So
1: I, I, I like that though. I I do like that. And then <laughs> what ritual I, is this? I try I try to keep my ass away from the ocean as much as possible, <laughs> away from lakes, away from away from swimming pools sometimes. I love water. I don't. I you know, water. I'm just not a fan. Like I I, 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 I just that. I could swim, but like it's more so like I could swim to save my life. If I had yeah, to, like, <laughs> like <battle>. yeah, like <laughs> I was just uh, I don't like swimming. If someone says, "Hey, do you want to go swimming?" My immediate answer is no, or will there be barbecue? Like, I'm just
2: that's oh, just me. Man. <laughs> a chlorine pool with like sausage on the grill. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll stay by
1: the grill. Like, I'll be, I got you. Have fun. <laughs> a shark approaches her. She stabs it directly in the head. And I love how she closes her eyes when she stabs it. Yeah. And she's like, "I got it." Surprise! She celebrates for a moment. She brings the shark back to land to utilize it as bait. Back tonight, a shark stung from um, strung up on a tree. Jin is half asleep hiding in a ma- in a made hole with leaves overhead. She hears the low growl of the creature, looking back at the bait, it- and it is gone. No creature in sight. I love how fast this dude is. Yeah. She looks around for a moment, but she can't spot it. Next day she is creating another weapon. She looks out into the, into the sea, spotting someone floating by the shore. Jin goes over to the man floating face down, flipping him over. She wretches at the sight of the bloated man and then pulls his top half of his body back to shore. Gnarly dude. No leg. I would have stopped right there. Like yeah, she was she on was face. determined.
2: Yeah. Like
1: at that point she was like I got one gag out. I'm good. Let's let's get this fucker up on this tree. What
2: did you think happened when? I mean, is this your first time watching this film? This is my second time. Second time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you recall it to the first time?
1: I can. Yeah, because I, I watched this. My first time watching this was maybe a month ago. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah.
2: So, what did you think happened? Because I I thought it was odd that he was just completely in half. Well, uh, and I think I think he just got. I just think
1: like. Uh, another animal got to it got like it. like a shark because we know that there are sharks by this island True. so I just think a shark or something got to him okay yeah that, my, that's what makes sense to me
2: suspicions were up and we could talk about later. I'm sure we're on the same page on that. But... We might be. Well, yeah, we know, definitely might be.
1: <laughs> she strings him up from another round of bait. Nighttime, Jen is back in the same location as before, trying to stay awake. She spots the creature making its way to the body. The tall, black, wendango-looking thing takes the body, going back towards the sea. While the creature is leaving, she hears the sound of another plane flying overhead. She is about to leave her location, but the creature comes right in front of her, growling and screeching. <sighs> Jin muffles her and muffles her whimpers as the creature passes. Days back, Jin begins making an elevated hammock, and this is Already in my mind, I'm like, that's fucking genius. Yeah, yeah I, I she agree. Seems to not climb trees. She <laughs> creates a hammock way off the ground for herself. She is woken up by the sound of thunder as she is still in the hammock. She checks her surroundings for a moment, not to, not seeing the creature right away. The creature comes into her sight. She slides back into her hammock, trying to stay silent. It is below her, pulling her down from the trees. She begins to run, the creature using water... As a quick way to gain the advantage. I
2: love this.
1: Holy shit. Hold on. Let me finish it and then we'll we'll chat about this. In front of her, she takes a stab at the creature. It's smacking the shit out of her. (laughs) She tries to crawl away and it smacks her yet again, but runs away from the clashing of the thunder. Jin makes it back up another tree, waiting out the storm and the creature. Fuck, this is great. Yeah. This is great. And this what makes this so fantastic, we still aren't getting a a really good look at this creature. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very quick. Like, you could tell the CG is a bit much at this point. But at the same time, it seems necessary to have it move this fast.
2: I mean, it coming at night lends so much favor to this film, right? Absolutely. And the thunder is such... A good aesthetic touch because you get glimpses of the monster. Yeah, like little flashes yeah. of that monster. Because you're curious about what it looks like because even though you may not be concerned with it, I think subconsciously a lot of people be like, oh, a little light. What's yeah, it look like? And also you don't see the CG as much, right? Because at this moment when I'm watching it, I'm not thinking like, oh, it's this looks cheesy
1: heavy. or anything. Yeah, yeah.
2: because up until this point, I'm actually liking the monster design. I dig it. Because my imagination kind of fills in for the gaps. Yeah doesn't allow me to see what is going on with the full design of it. Right. Um, but also what's great about this scene is you it really establishes the the power dynamic between the two, right? Mm-hmm. You can see how strong it is and how fast it is. Because yeah. all we knew o- up to this point was it'll eat fish and it eats half a man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it can swim.
1: It can swim. And it's big. And and now we know it swims very fast, yeah. but it doesn't run too fast on land. Because yeah. she can outrun it
2: it's strong it is super strong um
1: smacked the shit out of her so
2: it really (laughs) shows what the playing field is and it shows i mean it's a monster right so she already feels like she's at a disadvantage but yeah so much more so because not only is it a, a beast it's it's a powerful one yeah absolutely
1: during day she checks her wounds and bathes um from the suds of the ocean i feel like that would burn like salt water right like I don't know. While she is put, once again, really I don't. don't I do Fucking go yeah. to the ocean, dog. At first, I
2: was like, "Oh, you're funny." I'm like, "Oh no, you're serious." I'm dead
1: serious. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Salt on wounds burns.
2: <laughs> I mean, on. Yeah, yeah,
1: you can understand my ignorance here. <laughs> Excuse my ignorance. I, I uh, please. I, I've only, okay. I've only been in the ocean maybe three or four times in my entire life. Wow. And in that moment of being in the ocean, it was in Hawaii and Australia. And I was in the great barrier reef in Australia. And that is where the fear came from. Hmm. Because it was fish all around me, and I was like, <laughs> "I don't like this." <laughs> wow, I'm over here jealous. The fuck out the here. Ocean. Yeah, there. no, do it. I, it, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah, don't bet. get me wrong. It's it's absolutely gorgeous, and. Um, And the way they have it, since it is the Great Barrier Reef, you don't have land like right there. Mm -hmm. Like it's like a little dock thing that they kind of built that you can kind of go on to when when you arrive there on boat. Um, And then you just you jump in and people who had certifications for scuba diving, they can go scuba dive. And people who didn't, um, you can just go snorkeling because there's so much salt in the water that you just float. Oh, wow. Yeah, like you, and that was the thing. Like, I didn't have to swim at all. I would just, like, go like this with my arms stretched out, and I would just, like, stand there, like, lie there in the yeah. water face down, just looking at all the fish touch me, and then I was Is just like. Is that
2: what you didn't like? You didn't like the fish? Yeah, I didn't,
1: I didn't like that. Didn't like that. I didn't like the little swirling around my toes or anything like that. I wasn't a oh, fan wow. of that. Cool. That's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. That's fucking nightmare-inducing for me. <laughs> I hate the ocean. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. There is a cool thing though that you do get to see where it's the connection of two different oceans and one's lighter and one's darker. And it's like a clean like cutoff. Whoa. Like like planes. It's it's great. It's That's so awesome. it's it that was incredible to see. That was really, really incredible to see. Also saw a waterfall mid-ocean. I don't know where that is.
2: I'm going to have to Google these. Yeah,
1: things. you should You should Google it. It, it, was, it was like, I don't know, waterfall mid-ocean Australia. Google that. That sounds right. While, <laughs> we need Rio on this show so she can like really school us. <laughs> we need a, a an ocean show. We should, yeah, <laughs> not. Uh, while she is putting her shoes back on, she notices a boat floating towards the island. <laughs> the ocean show. Prince's horror nightmare. <laughs> Jin immediately takes her shoes back off and starts swimming towards the craft. Her boyfriend, Lucas, and another woman and Mia are inside the floating device. They move to the boat ashore and embrace each other um, as Lucas tells Jin that uh, it is going to be okay and that he's there now. First, I was just like thinking like,
2: nah, they fucked. No way. You know, I got the same yeah, vibe. Yeah, I got the vibe I also, when he like came out and like kissed her, I was like, well, who is this? What? <laughs> at first I like I, how you didn't put two and two together no, there. Yeah. So <laughs> I clearly, I mean, because they just didn't look like a match if that made sense to me like he looked yeah, very he, he... preppy and he looked a lot older i think that's what it was that's to fair me. um and i i a moment i thought i was like is this just a random man that just is so relieved because <laughs> gonna be another kiss person? any man yeah. you see <laughs> <laughs> Yes,
1: we cut to them eating. (laughs) Mia commenting about the beauty of the island. They are talking. um, Excuse me. They are taking it all in. Jin watching them both and letting them know that they need to get out of there. They are dumbfounded. Jin sharing that there is an animal. Luke is trying to brush it off, calling calling her sweetheart. Now we get the context of yeah. the title of the film. She cuts him off, calling it calling it a monster and sharing what the creature does. Drangy gets food back into the hole beneath the water. They don't believe her, but she shares that their friend Zack washed up and, saw, and she saw it drag him back into the ocean. And that's why I think that it was a shark that attacked him and got mm-hmm. his lower half because I feel like this thing don't leave scraps. Like there wasn't a fucking ounce of Brad left.
2: It's interesting, right? Because you see that in the beginning of the film, you see that shark that washed up to shore, and it had like huge claw marks through it, and half of its body missing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about that later. That's a that's a
1: that's good. That's a good thought, though. That is a good thought. Maybe it doesn't like heads. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they don't seem convinced. She shows them uh, the picture of the family, letting them know that the, those are the eyes of the creature within the photos. Letting them know that um, it killed the family. Mia asks, "How? How does she know?" Excuse me. Uh, Jin tells her that tells her that she found their graves. Mia asking pretty uh, relevant questions of, "Where's the person who dug the graves?" Then. Bitch, I just told you a fucking creature is out here eating people. Like it got, got <laughs> 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 eaten. Yes, that's your concern.
2: Who
1: dug up the You're right. Like, come on. Lucas breaks the tension, speaking on the current on the current that bl- pulled them in all to the island. He suggests that they wait. Mia agreeing, um, holding for hope that Brad will show up. Jen hesitantly shares that Brad's dead. Mia gets upset and walks and walks away as Jen tries to apologize. Lucas asks her what happened to Brad. She tells him that she um, that he. Uh, excuse me. She tells him that she buried him, and uh, the creature dug him up. Continuing the, to describe the creature with two set two set eyes and it smelling really bad, she pulls out the spear, showing him black blood on the edge of it. Mia um, sniffles, asking Jen if Brad was in pain. She tells Mia that he knew that he wasn't alone.
2: Just trying to find some way to comfort her, right?
1: <laughs> it's funny because we find out later that. Jin has a history of habitual lying. Yeah. And um, in this moment, she didn't necessarily lie. She very much found it upon herself to say, like, he wasn't alone.
2: I think she... I think most people that lie become proficient at it. And I think when you are a constant liar, you can be... Very deliberate with your wording. That's fair, because in a literal sense, he was not alone. No, he wasn't, right? And that, and and I think that's why she didn't want to say like
1: like no, he was no, he just because
2: you're not gonna say yeah. yeah, it looked like that fucking hurt, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah,
1: dude, he had a fucking coral. <laughs> exactly. What do you think? Where were you, Mia? But uh, I think at this
2: point, it gives us the context, right, that Mia and him were together. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely.
1: Cut to Mia and Jen sitting on the beach talking uh, about Mia's experience on surviving on the raft, claiming that all um, all she could think about is the embarrassment of dying on a raft. Jen shares that she would rather die on a raft than on, on this island. Mia rebuttals that she doesn't know what, uh, what it's like out there, jen had an um had a excuse me jen had enough and leaves and it's just like Bitch, you don't know what i went through yeah. you do not know what i'm going through right now she goes up to lucas as he plays with the flare gun sharing her plan her plans ahead west he listen he isn't listening to her she pulls his head in asking for him to believe her he suggests that he does but he needs more time to process it she tells him and this is now us retroactively thinking giving us the context of why they're not believing her really quickly and things like that mm-hmm. um they go by
2: it very quickly though they do and i'm surprised yeah because kind of getting a little deep here but i feel like um once you get caught in a lie once you're always seen as a liar right yeah um and it's not even worth trying to investigate why she did that it was like you lied about i believe it was because uh, and they just label her a liar. Yeah, and that kind of sucks, right? Because like she's in a situation where she's been fending to survive and defend herself, and it's right the person that cried wolf. Like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it yeah. says. Yeah. yeah, very interesting.
1: I love the "I told you so" moment, though. She tells him that she is going. Uh, she's going to get more food, asking to borrow his pocket knife. Uh, while getting up, she looks over at Mia, demanding Lucas to make sure she gets ready. Jin is at the bucket, opening Lucas's pocket knife, noticing splotches of blood on it. Intrigued, but uh, she continues to mulch the fish and throw them at um in the sea. I love the context of that blood on the, uh, on the uh Swiss Army knife later. Yeah. Like it's just oh my gosh I I love that reveal yeah. love that reveal I she comes back to Mia and and Lucas thinking it is time for them to load up the raft Lucas interrupts her commenting that they they aren't living excuse me they aren't leaving in their conditions she empathizes that, with them about being tired but Lucas cuts cuts her off claiming that they are weak they can continue arguing for a bit a bit longer about them either going on the raft or staying there until Lucas snaps at Jen about not getting on the raft. I would have fucking just dipped. She yeah, hesitantly same. agrees. And then we cut to Jen in the water. Lucas and Mia back on, on the beach, leisurely walking around. She heads back to the site, packing up some things and putting them into the raft. She is trying to be discreet while moving moving the raft into the ocean. They spot Jen doing this, running and yelling after her. Both of them struggled, uh, excuse me, both of them struggling to get her off of the raft. Jen kicking Mia back. She Hell booted yeah, the brother. shit out of her. Yeah, <laughs> Jin screams that she is leaving as Lucas tries to calm her down. Mia knocks her out with the paddle.
2: Hell no, brother. Dude. Man. I, I'm surprised Mia didn't knock out from that kick to the face. I would have. <laughs> like that, bro. That,
1: that shit would have put me out. Like that. She hit her hard. Yeah. So like I was that would have broke a tooth or something. And she had her shoes on. Yeah.
2: She, she she, was ready for The running kick. shoes, though. The bottom is soft, That's right? true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, a kick, a kick, though. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, you know, it's interesting because I, I saw this moment and I put myself in the situation and I asked myself, if, it was, if I was on a deserted island, would I be able to leave a friend and, like, a significant other, right? Um, but we get context later on, realizing that it seems like most of the friends from this trip were met on the trip. And it's,
1: it seemed. It seems. It seemed like it, but it also seemed like, like uh, Lucas sure. knew them.
2: Yeah, maybe. And
1: because because like, Mia Mia definitely knew uh, Jen beforehand. Because she. Why would she get so upset if she lied about a mugging?
2: That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they were Lucas's friends, but also. So I wondered, what would I do, right? But then later we get context that, you know. They're not they're not direct friends and the right. relationship didn't seem like it was yeah, the best. It wasn't a good relationship yeah.
1: Definitely we got that we got that a little bit later for sure. So just like you said earlier, I would have dipped.
2: I would have dipped. Yeah. I would have dipped. Yeah. I would have left your asses all, the, all there. <laughs> dipped into the ocean. <laughs>
1: Get it. <laughs> we're going to try something new, everybody. Um, and Starting on this episode in particular, we are going to be actually taking a quick brief pause for our sponsors starting now. And we're back. We transitioned tonight. Jen slowly wa- walking... Um, uh, waking up, groaning from the pain, Mia comes over to her, trying to ease her, letting her know that it is it has been dark for a few hours and that they haven't seen anything. While Lucas takes a look around the island, Jin asks for her to untie her. They have a, they have a conversation about guilt and dealing with it. Jin comments that she isn't making this up, but Mia doesn't believe her, bringing up the situation about Jin supposedly being mugged before they left, and um that she wants. That she wants what is best for everyone. Jen rebuttals that she doesn't need. She doesn't need that from her. I mean, fair. <laughs> Jen tries um, sawing the rope and is startled by the branch cracking. It is Lucas coming back. Coming back, claiming that he didn't see anything. That um, that there isn't anything there. Jen tries to explain, but they. Cl- but they claim that they are all trying to figure this out. Jin repeats that they have to get away from there as soon as possible. Mia gives gives up, giving both of them a moment alone. She demands for Lucas to untie her, but it but he won't until she relaxes. He he goes over to her, asking if she is is if she is already oh, excuse me. Um, he goes over to her, asking if she is um if she's all right. Um, and she flinches away from him. He bluntly claims that she is all right and proceeds to insult her about about always being sad. Wow. Yeah. Fucking depression is real, you dickwad. Like, what the fuck?
2: But also, yeah, damn, it's so toxic, right, dude?
1: This I hate been a, him.
2: This could have been in our toxic relationship.
1: It probably, um. it probably, it definitely could have. Uh, I, too bad I watched it after. But yeah, <laughs> like, like, definitely. He shares that he was having having a great time on the boat with his friends, except for her. Continuing that she came up to him, claiming that she isn't happy and maybe doesn't want to be in this. Jen tells tells him that she loves him, but this isn't the time to talk. Um, she, this isn't the time to talk about this, and that he needs to untie her now. He asks. He asks her what her plan was. She tells him head west, but he cuts her off, asking then what? Claiming that she has nobody else and that he paid for her entire life. Ugh. He continues telling her that she was going to repay him by leaving him there to starve to death.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, fucking because you're a fucking asshole.
2: Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> using, using emotional manipulation to... Yeah. Excuse me. She's he's manipulating her with emotional abuse. And exactly. it's like, you're nothing without me, right? He's, right? he's really trying to belittle her. Uh and really blaming everything. I mean, literally blaming them getting stranded on her because mm-hmm. she didn't want to be with him anymore. And it, right. it's it's just really sad to see. I don't know. It's also very aggravating and it it sets it up so what happens to him later is kind of satisfying. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, it is. I love her. I love her response, though. (laughs) Jin emotionally tells him that you don't starve. You get torn to pieces and dragged into a hole in the middle of the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, that would have been super satisfying. Meanwhile, Mia is walking out um, walking on the water, bending bending down um, when she notices a fish head in the water. She, the waves crashes in, her feeling the presence of something behind her. Back with the couple, Luke is sharing that Mia thinks Jen is starting to sound like Zach. And we see Zach earlier, right? Mm-hmm. She asks, what happened to Zach? They are interrupted by Mia's screams, accompanied with a growl from the creature. And, and there we go with the context of the knife. Of like, what happened to Zach? They fucking killed Zach.
2: Yeah, I think they which ate is, him. Like, you think they ate him? Yeah. Whoa! So that's where I was going with it. Oh, my God. So, later on, we'll. S- there's more context to why I You think know what?
1: That-, that makes total sense. Yeah, because
2: they were stranded in the ocean. They were ocean stranded in the ocean. Raft. They had- and,
1: and, and fucking uh, Mia said, like, you don't know what it's like out there. Exactly. Yeah, they ate him, dude. Yeah. They did that.
2: They ate his legs because it's meaty. And they yeah. didn't want to deal with all the organs in his upper body, right? So, once they ate his legs or they mm-hmm. cut his legs off they toss them into the ocean.
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs> Cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, 100%. I didn't think about that at all. And and then now it all makes sense. Right. It makes total sense. <gasps> she continues to scream. Lucas grabbing the torch and leaving Jin to scream for him to come back. He hits the creature, it dropping Mia and smacking him back onto the sand. Why would they eat him so fast?
2: They were hungry. I know, but like, it's just...
1: <laughs> Like, damn. Yeah.
2: Because
1: she's been there for seven days.
2: I mean, imagine going seven days without eating. I mean, no. Yeah. I can't imagine that. But at the same time... Like, there's two people, right? on a ra- Or three. Three. But... Until...
1: It's funny that he, like, sided with Mia, too, to try to overpower this guy. Yeah.
2: Right? I mean, you're... Yeah. I mean, you think about it, right? Like, I don't want to kill this girl. I, I, yeah. It's like... Think about it, right? Because, like, there was... A weird tension when they arrived on the raft. And I'm like, am I going to be kind of fucked up, right? But fucking ate them. Yeah. I think most dudes that are like this, Lucas, right? Yeah. Um, I think they're going to be the type of person where if they were to decide, am I going to be stranded with another dude or this woman? Fair. Yeah. He's probably going to be like, I'm going to eat the dude. Yeah. It's
1: fair. Yeah. The creature then dives back into the water, Jen coughing up blood. Uh, oh, excuse me, not Jen. Mia coughing up blood. Meanwhile, um, Jen muscles her way out of the restraints, running over towards them. Mia is trying to crawl out of the water back to Lucas, but she is submerged into the water. Jen runs over to him, telling him to run, and he does so into the lush area of the island. Next day, Jen drops down from the tree. Lucas still up there, nervously asking if, if she is sure that it's gone. She... <laughs> Stay there then. She assures him <laughs> that she hasn't seen it during the day. We jump to them packing up. a gin, letting him know that there was nothing that he could have done. They began. They begin catching some fish and cooking them to pack uh, to pack up. She goes to um to check. It kind of felt like Pokemon when they're like packing up their little meals to go (laughs) on their adventures. She goes to check uh check the old campsite for anything else that they may have um that they may need before they set sail. She grabs the pills from the woman's bag before heading back to Lucas and the raft. They push the raft onto the water, swimming it out further into the ocean before Lucas tells her to climb in. She notices the blood on the floor uh, before Lucas comes inside. Um. After her, not mentioning the blood, she hands him the paddle, and she begins paddling out. He stops. He stops paddling when he notices something underneath the water. The creature jumps from, jumps. Excuse me. The creature jumps up, grabbing for Lucas, but it, instead he falls back into the raft. Um. They they close the raft shut. It's funny, it's just like the zipper, like it's yeah. we're safe. <laughs> yeah.
2: I I I'm like, what is that gonna do? <laughs> she cr-
1: <laughs> they close the raft shut, but the creature is underneath them, trying to penetrate through the raft. It become it comes inside the raft, Jen frantically kicking the creature. But Lucas firing two rounds of the flare gun um at it, connecting with the last shot. The creature dives back down, then tr- um tries to catch uh, they try to catch their breath. Their breath, this fucking aquatic banshee, then Grabs and bursts through, grabbing gin, submerging deeper into the ocean, pulling her down. This shit is fucking fantastic. Yeah. This looks great.
2: It's a great moment. Yeah.
1: This is such a great moment, and it's so terrifying. Like mm-hmm. the fear, like that you feel in this moment,
2: especially being like understanding. You know, hopefully you do two prints. Understanding how immobilizing it could feel to be in water. No, yeah,
1: no, one hundred. <laughs> especially with clothes on, yeah. right? Like, like that. That is just. Absolutely, just you're, you're you have so much weight, yeah, on you, and like all you can do is just like have this creature just literally pull you down yeah. deeper and deeper and deeper, and it's it's fucking intense. Good yeah. thing she had. Well, we'll we'll go we'll go into it. I later. just want to add. I used yeah. to
2: whenever I would run in dreams, I would only run at the speed of me trying to run underwater. And mm. any, content I never tried
1: range. to run underwater really yeah, well, just yeah, like never, never had to you know oh, <laughs> when
2: you're in the ocean right and you're trying to like uh, run oh oh, oh oh part, oh, you know?
1: oh that i have done yeah yeah yeah, yeah And yeah, you yeah. know
2: your legs feel very heavy. right super heavy um
1: i thought i will literally tell you like you're submerged underwater trying to run no
2: yeah i mean yeah. i
1: mean maybe so like it, it sounds just, fun.
2: imagine that like slow movement yeah. but you have something that's even faster on water oh, than it is on land wow And also, with the anxiety of you being pulled in deeper, you think about how you're going to run out of breath. It's just so much. Yeah, like that. That's like
1: the main mindset that I feel like I I would be in is just like, how am I going to breathe again? Mm -hmm. Like, how, like, what can I do to make sure water does not enter my lungs?
2: Yeah. It's terrifying.
1: It is. And you're being pulled down even faster. So it's like, all of that G force, like you're feeling that, mm-hmm. like you're feeling all of this, I don't know, this torque from this creature. I mean, <laughs> like, Yeah, it feels like, like a torpedo. Like, when it, when it like comes out. she was like, ooh, like really, really pulled there, and it's, it's fucking that was scary. Yeah, like to to me, like that moment gave me so much anxiety and of my fear with water in general, and how. That all just kind of translated itself on screen was just absolutely incredible. I do me.
2: want to say that we get a better look at the monster design here, and I might be the minority here, but I actually really like how it's designed.
1: I like it too. It, okay. it kind of looks like a, like a like a, a mixture of animals in a way, like like yeah. a mixture of a dog kind of thing with. With amphibian tendencies as well. Yeah, it looks well. aquatic, right? It yeah, looks it looks like so good. Monster. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Yeah. I like it a lot. Okay. Really, really like it. Uh, she stabs it with the pocket knife. Um, it letting her go. Lucas jumps into the water with him with the spear, and it goes after him instead, ringing, uh, ringing him, and bringing him into the hole instead of Jen. Jen swims back up, catching her breath for a moment before swimming back on shore. She goes back to their location where they where they made the fire, trying to get it um, lit again um, without the matches. She does she does so, breathing breathing in a sigh of relief. I love how she doesn't even give herself time to mourn. She's like, "Fuck this! I don't have time for this." Like, I'm glad that l- she didn't. I mean, she didn't have to.
2: <laughs> like, honestly, the the satisfaction that came with um, Mia and Lucas facing their demise to me. Pretty
1: satisfying. Yeah, it was It was that, like I said, it's such a great told-you-so moment. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, fucking told-you-so? Like, yeah, we you we believe. dipped. It, but... I mean, nah, y'all trying to eat people. <laughs> she pulls out the journal, uh, beginning to write for, uh, for the next unfortunate person that ends up on this island. She writes, quote, I'm writing this letter hoping it serves as some sort of proof. A little more than a week ago, my boat went down in a storm, and I've been surviving on this island since. Zach and Brad are from Um, from our group are both dead brad washed ashore with me already injured and and died shortly afterwards days later zach washed ashore already dead i never knew their last names mia reed and my boyfriend lucas griffin arrived on a raft a few days after and they were both killed by a monster that lives just off this island and there's nothing i can do to prove that for a lot of my life i've struggled with being believed the truth doesn't always come with a receipt sometimes all we are, have is our word in quote while reading this letter she uh, she is making multiple spears to go out f- um to go out of uh, pretty much fighting she's just like oh, she's yeah. making all these trash she's home alone in this shit she checks she checks to see if the spears are sharp enough but it isn't and she continues working on the sharpness of the spear once the spear uh, the spears are completed she digs up bodies uh, sh- excuse me she digs up the bodies of the bones cracking their bones to create more weapons she continues quote there's no way for me to show you the things that I can tell you. That that there that there's a monster here, taller than any man that I've ever seen, twice as fast in water as it is on land, and it bleeds black blood. For a week I've I've run and hid from it, but not, not anymore. If you find this note, what's left of my body will, will either be on this island or deep in a hole off the west shore. I hope this letter is enough for you to believe my story. Jennifer Rimming jen sets up a, a barrier for the creature before we transition into night fuck yeah let's go the creature emerges out of the water growling as it makes its way onto land deeper and deeper um, moving chittering and growling at the fish at the fish remains the barriers begin to catch a blaze enclosing the creature in on the island jen runs over stabbing the creature um and in the gut, it taking a swipe at her, but missing. She runs, hiding behind a tree, grabbing more weapons around her. Gathering enough courage, she stabs the creature again. It hits her, slamming her body onto the tree. But she doesn't give up. She continues fighting the creature with her makeshift weapons. Hell yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah. But it's it's crazy because, like, they are whipping each other's ass. Yeah. Like, they both are getting fucked up from each other. And, and- it's like, it's it's cool to see that they're right now they're a perfect match.
2: Yeah. And that's what I mentioned at the start of the episode, right? It's, it's so satisfying to see your protagonist go toe to toe with the monster antagonist. So great. Right? And you got to ring this a fire around them. Yeah. To close them in. It's great. Um, but also it's, it's awesome because like this, these past seven days have been trials for her to overcome, to prepare for this final fight for, for her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, So it's like, this is the moment. This is it. And the stage is set. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It's so great. I love it. It reminds me very much of the ending of Dr. Sleep. I'm not going to spoil it because I know you haven't seen it. But um, this is very similar. in that situation of like being toe-to-toe with the monster. Nice. It's very very incredible. She tries to go for the spear. It pulls her back picking her up but she stabs it repeatedly and it drops her. Jin tries for the weapon again but the creature swipes her down to the ground and she hits her head on an exposed rock in the sand. The creature is starting to feel weak from its wounds. Jin runs out towards the beach grabbing another spear when she makes it there, the creature close behind. It roars as it chases her. She turns around pointing the spear at, at the creature, one last roar, before the creature drops from its wounds and exhaustion. Jin goes over to the creature, stabbing it in the head and killing the creature. Confirm she the She doesn't take any chances, and she continues stabbing that motherfucker, <laughs> slicing it like just like dragging that
2: fucking thing. Just. I thought. I thought fucking just genius. to be safe. I thought she was trying to decapitate it.
1: I would have. Yeah. And she might have. They didn't show yeah. us. So. But I was
2: yeah. I was right when. Before that moment, I was just shouting at the TV,
1: confirm the kill. Yeah, confirm it. Confirm yeah. it. Like, I, I need I need that official silence from this fucking yeah. animal. <laughs> or whatever this thing is. I don't even know what, like, you can't really call it an animal. It's not an
2: animal. It's
1: not an animal. It's a monster. It, it's a monster. <laughs> she doesn't take any chances. Oh, excuse me. And starts cutting the creature, making sure that it will not get up after this. She exhaustively gets up, moving towards the raft as the island burns. Then, Credits.
2: Wow. I gotta say, I'm I am I love this happy, movie. <laughs> so this is my first aquatic horror movie. Me too. Yeah. Me
1: too. Although I do think you would probably enjoy Sea Fever. Yeah. Because Sea Fever is actually quite beautiful. All right. It is a beautiful movie. I would love for you to take a take a watch of that I'll one. Because that, that's a fun one. Um but wow. I love this movie. I really, really, really did like this movie a lot. Um and I think it is a definitely a testament of how that whole, I guess, uh, the, the black sheep in the corner of PG 13 horror Yeah, of how like, well, this was done. This didn't even feel PG 13. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it's one of those things where you really, you really think about it. Cause this movie, in my opinion, was quite gory.
2: Yeah, totally. Like, for,
1: for what it is. I mean, we didn't see a whole lot. Like, we didn't see too much going on. You but see
2: a lot of that, fish gore. That's what it is. There's definitely a lot yeah. of fish
1: gore. I guess I don't know how the MPGG will rate that. <laughs> but definitely a lot of fish gore. But um, it is something that is very intriguing to see how PG-13 horror kind of gets this slander. And I feel like this movie does a really good job to kind of hush that. When you put it bit. in that
2: context, definitely. it's It's one of the, the better pg-13 films that i could think of
1: yeah i agree i yeah. like I, I definitely would would like compare this to being on the levels of pg-13 horror films like insidious and things yeah, like that yeah, like totally. i feel like this stands the time of a pg-13 horror film that and, fills rated r
2: yeah and it's refreshing because you don't at least i haven't ever i could i could be wrong but you don't really see many aquatic horror films right i Just, agree especially hitting mainstream audiences
1: yeah i definitely agree. I only
2: got one movie fact. Uh, movie fact? <laughs> uh
1: the script is reported reportedly to only be 68 pages in length due to the limit the limited amount of dialogue in this film.
2: You know, that as well was very refreshing too. That was nice. Yeah.
1: I was writing this and I, I didn't have to pause until like <laughs> maybe the 35 minute mark. Yeah. Of course, for our jobs, it's it's refreshing. It right? was but it was great. Even for like <laughs> Uh, uh, average movie watcher yeah. it's, you know you pop in you hop out it's an hour and 22 minutes Yeah, that's very
2: rare it's nice to just watch and observe and it's yeah. that omni- omniscient view that I spoke on earlier it's just you're just observing from above exactly and I agree but
1: let us know what you think of sweetheart I mean uh, let us know over on twitter at nightlight underscore pod that's also night with a K but Let us know because we definitely want to keep this conversation alive. I think this movie is extremely fascinating. Um, I did. I did forget at the top of the show, but I remembered right now. Freddie did send us his thoughts um, of the show or of this um, movie. So let me get his thoughts up really quick called himself an idiot sandwich because he spoiled the movie before David watched it. It's okay. I didn't Uh, didn't read the text. (laughs) Good. All I saw
2: was David stay away. Yeah, good.
1: Good, good, good. (laughs) Um, My quick thoughts of Sweetheart, this is me speaking in Freddy, movie is about gaslighting, making her feel like she is crazy and someone who is looked down at. The creature design, in his opinion, was just okay, but he loved the sounds. And uh, Kirstie Clemens is amazing. Loved her in both the movie Dope and this. So I agree. You know, I agree that Cursey or yeah, Cursey Clemens is great. Yeah. She's a fantastic actress.
2: She she I think she was a pretty good protagonist as well. She was f- great. Right? Like she was a
1: great protagonist. She was really smart and I like the fact that she was even willing to just be like, All right, you guys don't want to come with me. I'm fucking
2: out, yeah. dude. But I feel like it's uh from the start she exemplified strength from the beginning, right? And it seemed like she was someone that was very capable of surviving.
1: Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. The next film we will be covering, everybody, is Leviathan. I am very excited. This is actually the second film on the podcast that I haven't seen.
2: Oh, wow. Yes, I
1: haven't seen Leviathan, so I'm very excited to watch this. I heard nothing but really good things. So I'm I'm excited. This is going to be my first time watching it. That is exciting. Just like all of us. So this is going to be a a new one. Well, semi-new. We did this for Neroi as well. We, we We all didn't see that. But this... Was Nightlight a horror movie podcast? I'm one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight, and alongside me, we had David Stay Spoopy, everyone. Stay Spoopy forever and always, also known as Nightly. Our efforts to get our show out is not enough. We need your help to spread us out to more ghoulish nights. Rating us with five stars is very helpful, but we would love for you to recommend this podcast to someone who would actually enjoy it. You can further support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife, and that's Night with a Yeah! Live legend on Patreon, you'll access to the show early, ad free, and with a post-show. But if you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. And remember everybody, don't forget, you're a